Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is, is the OT Old Testament reading, Isaiah 61. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you see the more GLC? For Jesus is our Jubilee. Releasing. Reversing, rebuilding, rejoicing. Welcome to the year of the Lord's favor, a.k.a. Jubilee. Jubilee! Now, Jubilee was super-duper rare in the OT, the Old Testament, occurring every 50 years. And it was a new beginning for everything and everyone. Slaves set free. Debts done away with. Those in poverty receiving such generosity. Land that was confiscated given back to the original clan. And the animals even given a breather along with the fields. Lives, land, and even the little lammies experiencing liberty. Liberty! The future was no longer dark and dismal for these folks. Now there was more on the horizon, more that was coming, more on the way. And the same is true for us, dear friends, here at GLC. We actually have a a jubilee that's kicked up several notches. Uh, jubilee for us is not just, just this you know, once-in-a-lifetime event. Jubilee for us is all life long. See, jubilee isn't just a year, because jubilee is a person who draws near. Jesus is our <gasps> jubilee. He's our jubilee. Jesus is our jubilee who releases us from our captivity. Now, Jesus, uh, he goes public with his being jubilee right from the start of his ministry. He goes to his hometown congregation, and there he unrolls a scroll, and he reads from Isaiah. Actually, our reading for today, our OT reading. Isaiah 61, a reading that's all about Jubilee. And after he gets, gets done reading from Isaiah 61, he preaches the shortest sermon ever. I'm it! I'm it! I'm Jubilee! Jubilee in the flesh. Living, breathing, walking, talking, eating, sleeping, Jubilee. Jubilee's here! I'm it! And actually, right before that sermon, the Holy Spirit anointed Jesus in the waters of the Jordan River, anointing him for this jubilee job. And so throughout Jesus' ministry, wherever he walked, there was jubilee, there was release. So much release, left and right, all over the place, to a dead boy in the village of Nain, Jesus says, Wake up, buddy. Get out of the casket. No longer sleepy. You're alive. 
to a paralytic, Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And then to prove it, Jesus says, take up your bed and go home. Be with your family. To a disfigured, diseased, defiled leper, Jesus says, be clean. To the scaredy-cat disciples who are so afraid of the unknowns, Jesus says, have no fear, little flock, for it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the, the kingdom. To the starving Marvins and the empty Emilies and the hungry, hungry heralds, Jesus spreads out those arms and says, Come, everything is ready, bone appetit. To the Romans who were spitting on him, scourging him, stapling him to that wooden pole, he says, Father, forgive them, for they have no clue what they're doing. To that crucified thief who is full of grief, Jesus gives him quite the relief, saying, Today you will be with me in paradise. Demons, disease, deaths, darkness, division, disappointment, death, none of it a match for Jubilee Jesus. It was true then, it's true today. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And where those nail-scarred feet of Jesus walk, there is jubilee. Release. The great unstucking has begun. There are no dead ends. No failures, no faults unforgivable, no past unredeemable, no wounds, bumps, boo-boos, bruises, cuts, unhealable. Nothing is a wall or a waste. New beginnings for us all. The road wide open. Wide open! The future filled with possibilities, promise, hope. Can you see the more? Can you? These uh, nail-scarred feet of Jesus, he, they, uh, they, 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 they stroll into your life and mine. These nail-scarred feet of Jesus stroll into this place called grace. Jubilee is no myth, fiction, a fact. Jubilee, a reality. What a reversal for you and for me. Jesus is our jubilee who reverses our sadness into gladness. That is certainly true for this congregation. Certainly true. About ten years ago, we were sitting in sackcloth, faces covered in ashes. What loss? We experienced the death of a school. A school that was here from the very beginning. A school where thousands of children learned the love of God in Christ Jesus. A school that gave 303 Ruth Street a plan and a purpose and then gone. 
closed. In the past, the history books. The pastor soon after that receives a call. Double whammy, punch in the gut, left winded, hard to breathe, crying out, God, what do we do now? Is there life after the death of a school? What does our future look like? Do we even have a future? And into those gut-wrenching questions, into our doubts and our fears and our hurts and our sufferings, this Jesus who is our Jubilee entered. And what did he do? He gave us a whole new set of clothes. We, who were dressed for a funeral, stripped and given clothing, garments, for a festival. Our baptism tells us so. In the waters of holy baptism, uh, we actually uh, had quite the uh, wardrobe switcheroo. The ashes washed from our faces with that nail-scarred hand of Jesus. The sweet-smelling oil of gladness poured out on us liberally, flowing down our faces. A crown of joy placed on each of our heads. And garments of praise wrapped around our bodies, covering our shame, our unworthiness, our not-enoughness. Now, this didn't just, you know, take away our tears instantly. We still cry, but the tears are different. We, we don't see only tears now. We, we get to see through the tears. The future is not closed. The future is, is swung wide open. And we have been made aware of a new world, new possibilities, New dreams, new hunger and thirst for something else. In the midst of our hurt, there's hope. We have hope. And this hope, dear friends, has fueled our imagination for what could be. Can you see the more? We did, and, and we are. We are seeing the more. Whether we are sitting together in the ruins of a congregation, we're sitting in the ruins of our own individual lives. We are not ruined. <clears throat> Even though it may look like everything around us has been you know, shank, sh shaken to the ground, we can't be shaken. Because we have been firmly planted, dear friends, into the ground. I am looking at, and you are looking at, the mighty oaks of the Lord. O-A-K-S, mighty oaks of the Lord. You may not feel like a mighty oak, but you are. Firm, fruitful, forever. We are the pleasant planting of the Lord. Why? So that he can display his beauty, his beauty in this world today. And the way he does it is so unexpected. He uses the ruins in our lives to make something beautiful. 
Jesus is our jubilee who, re, who rebuilds our lives, this, this, this creation, and even this congregation. There is life after the death of a school. Rooms that were filled with students learning the scriptures, reading the Bible. Now, there's a room with members in it making Bibles to be sent around the globe so that people of all ages can read and mark and learn and inwardly digest the Word. A gym that had students running around in t-shirts and shorts. Now, that gym has many from around mid-Michigan coming to get t-shirts and shorts and many other articles of clothing. This congregation is in the business of clothing people. Do you know that's our God's business too? He's been at it since Genesis chapter 3, clothing Papa, Adam, and Mama Eve. What a joy to, jo what a joy to join our God in clothing people. A library that had many mommies volunteering often. Now a library where mommies gather for fellowship in Olive Garden. This place where only students, grace students, got together. is now a place where both grace kids and Trinity Monitor kids get together. What a beautiful bridge God is building with our mommy church. Dear friends, there is life after the death of a school. We shouldn't be surprised because our God is the God who brings life out of what? Death. He brings life out of death. That's what he does. And he uses the ruins and the rubble and the wreckage. He uses the smashed stones and the broken bricks to rebuild. Nothing is a waste, period. This congregation is the Lord's beautiful handiwork. Not only is our Lord, our Jubilee Jesus, making this congregation beautiful, he's making each of our lives beautiful. And I know that it's really hard to believe, and that's why faith is not our work. Faith is God's work. He's the one who works faith in our hearts through the word. And we need that help because we look around our lives and we see a lot of ugly. The ruptured relationships, the pink slips, the rejection letters, the mental illness, the darkness and depression, the addiction, the diagnosis, the disease, the drugs, the losses and loneliness. The body that is wearing out, the mind that is fading, the weaknesses, vulnerabilities, suffering. These are the building blocks that our Lord is using to build back you and me beautiful. The building blocks that are not a waste, pointless, useless. The building blocks that, that our Lord is placing upon himself for he is that indestructible cornerstone. 
And our Lord, our Jubilee Jesus, isn't just rebuilding us. He's actually rebuilding through us. We are a force of reconstruction on this third rock from the sun. We are builders of beauty in this world. I am looking at a bunch of beauty factories. And God is pumping out a bunch of beauty through you and through me. You know what the beauty looks like. Cycles. Cycles of patience and peace instead of violence and hatred. Mercy instead of enmity. Compassion instead of competition. Pardon instead of punishment. Curious questions instead of furious condemnations. <laughs> That's pretty much what Facebook is for, right? Furious condemnations. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I'm back, I'm back, don't worry. Embracing the other rather than erasing the other. Our Jubilee Jesus is building a whole new world in this world, not just for us, but through us. It's not just Jesus who has a yellow hard hat on, my friends. We all have yellow hard hat on. And we are all with Jesus, part of this new creation project, which will be completed on the last day. What a joy that Jesus lets us participate in building back beautiful all hands on deck. Can you see the more? Can you? It really is all, all that's on the horizon, the more. It's all there can be because our God has made an everlasting covenant with you and with me. Signed and sealed, not with normal ink. Signed and sealed with his own Good Friday spilled blood. Which means he's all in. He's not going to turn his back on us. He is totally and utterly committed to you and to me. And we're not just his people. We are more than just people to him. Jesus is our jubilee who rejoices over us because he married us. Our weeping, dear friends, has, has been changed into a wedding. Our mourning into a marriage. And, and the bride price has been paid, not with gold and silver, not with stock options, not with fifties and hundreds. His life for your life and mine. We are worth so much to him. We have gone from rags to riches because he has gone from riches to raise. Oh, how much he went through to have you and me as his own, as his bride. He, he went through hell quite literally. And he did this not because we're beautiful. We are now beautiful because he has done this. Living and dying and rising for you and for me. We are now drop dead gorgeous to him. Well, he dropped dead to actually make us gorgeous. <laughs> And we are not naked before him. He has clothed us in his perfection and holiness and 
righteousness and enoughness. He has dressed us up as his bride. We are all wearing a beautiful wedding dress. And he just, you know, stands in awe. He stands in awe over you and me. I know that's really tough to, to really get. We really need the Holy Spirit's help here. The Holy Spirit helps us see this one who delights in us and dotes over us, our bridegroom. And this bridegroom, what's so amazing is he's going to make a forever home. He is making that forever home for his bride, for you and for me. What a forever home it will be. He will release us from death in the grave, in the resurrection. He will reverse all devastation and destruction. He will rebuild the old into the new creation. And then only rejoicing will, will remain. Only rejoicing will be left. We, we will be sitting at table with our bridegroom, eating and drinking, feasting and fellowshipping at the wedding banquet. So let's show the world that we are not walking to a funeral. We are dancing to a wedding banquet. So let's get the party started, shall we? After all, we have begun to see the more. Thank you, Jubilee Jesus. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.